to Conrad Alert. Civil defense information will be broadcast at 640. West of the Rockies, you're on the air. Hello. Y2K. How can we prepare? Stop a few of their machines and radios. Throw them into darkness for a few hours. We are fighting for our lives. My family must survive. Boom for five years. Thousand gallons of gas. Air filtration, water filtration. Welcome back to the second annual Workshop Christmas Special. This year we have upped our production game and we have voices from across the workshop community doing the different characters from the King of the Hill, Hillenium episode. Let me set the scene for you. Hank, Dale, and Boomhauer are out trying to pick a Christmas tree a couple of weeks before December 31st, 1999, everyone's worried about the Y2K bug and they're shopping for a Christmas tree as they run into the local owner of that business named Chappie, a rather independent soul who you could probably call a prepper. Boy, I'll tell you what, Chappie, you got some good looking trees this year. Is that a dig? Because it ain't funny, Hank. I wasn't trying to be funny. Oh, sorry, Hank, but people ain't buying trees this year. They're buying batteries and bottled water. It's the millennium, Hank. Ugh, that's crazy. Everyone's known about the millennium for almost a year now. You know, I have on good authority from Texas Propane Association Commissioner Murray Hogarth, personal friend, that there will be no disruption of essential services. Well, I'm not panicking. You want to know why? Because Chappie takes care of Chappie. Want a piece of cornbread? Make it myself with no electric tools. Mmm, must be the elbow grease that makes it taste so good, huh? That or the lard. I render it myself. You're like a pioneer, Chappie. I live in a shack. I poop in an outhouse. I eat what I kill. Let the grid go down, Lord. I don't need it. Uh... There isn't a Mrs. Chappie, is there, Chappie? I tell you what, man. Them Y2K man, them mainframe gonna come crashing down, man. That grid man, like Apocalypse Now, man. The horror. The horror. We now join Hank, Bill, and Boomhauer as they hang out drinking beer in the back alley, waiting for Crazy Dale to show up. Oh, Lord, Dale. You know this Y2K thing is tailor-made for paranoid freaks like him. Gentlemen. Sorry I'm late, but I had a fantastic day. I went to the Army-Navy store. Huh, what'd you buy, a battleship? No, Hank, don't be a silly. I bought an American flag decal. It signifies my full faith and confidence in the United States government in these trying, uncertain times. Well, it's taken 2,000 years, but Dale, you're finally making sense. Team USA. Next, we cut to Dale's secret basement bunker, where he's taking inventory of all of his preps to survive the upcoming Y2K apocalypse. Let's see. Four sacks of seed corn, 18 cases of breakfast bars, strawberry, 18 cases of breakfast bars, assorted, two CO2 pressurized drums, Mountain Dew. Shug. No one's going to catch the big D off guard. The real problem will be obtaining fresh meat. A breeding pair of gerbils. 
Dale, honey. One of those is a hamster. Laugh now, lady. After a month of eating cockroaches, you'll be begging for Gerbster. Hank decides to take Bobby and Peggy to Megalomart for some last-minute shopping. Chaos ensues, and Bobby and Peggy start getting taken up with the Y2K hype. What about Quilted Aloe Vera? <sighs> Bobby, you're not all hopped up on this Y2K hoo-ha, are you? Well, it's my brand. I just saw a man wheeling 300 rolls of triple ply and it made me uneasy. That man is a nut job. Oh, he's no nut job. I used to work for Dell Computer. I know things. Excuse me, but I have a K-Pro. Can you tell me if it will be Y2K compliant? <laughs> K-Pro? My watch has more memory than that piece of crap. You know what I think, Dad? Nut job. Next, we cut to Peggy in her computer closet, losing her mind, worried she's going to lose all of her important documents when Y2K comes. Peggy, I need your help. I need hard copies. I could lose everything, Hank. Everything. Seven-letter boggle words, my Peggy Hill self-abridged thesaurus, musings, ponderings on the way to being musings, rap music, wrapping paper. I know I can crack that nut. Hey, yeah, why don't you take off that nasal strip? Maybe your snoring will drown out the sound of that dang printer. Don't blame me. Blame the freaking millennium. Oh no, my opinions! Next, we cut to Hank asking Dale for advice on buying Peggy a new computer, and it turns into a conversation about hoarding and prepping. Hey, Dale, you own a computer, don't you? I have a system. Well, I'm going to surprise Peggy this year. I'm going to get her a new computer. It's a shame to see all our friends and neighbors acting so selfish. Fred Nicholson cut off an old lady yesterday in the checkout line. Huh. The JV basketball coach. Greedy. And he who does hoard will have unreasonable power. You and I seem to be the only ones around here that have our heads on straight. Completely straight. Next, we join Hank and Dale as they go to the local computer shop to buy Peggy a computer that's Y2K compliant. Hank, found one. Now hold on, Dale. I want to make sure it's Y2K compliant, because Peggy's K-Pro evidently is not. K-Pro? That wasn't Y1K compliant. <laughs> All home computers are Y2K compliant now, but the mainframes. If people would spend a little less time worrying and a little more time reading a brilliantly written op-ed piece by former FCC Chairman Reed Hunt, They'd realize that our government has everything under control. I'd like to read that, Arkdale, and I'll take that computer, the gray one. Shoot, our system's down. I can't ring you up. Well, just write me out a receipt. Sir, the computer's down. I can't sell a computer. I can't check our inventory. I can't lock the front door. It's impossible to figure out the sales tax. It's 8%. An 8 is a key on the computer. 
Next, we visit with Peggy as she turns her charm on with Bill as she tries to get out of Bill what Hank is going to get her for a Christmas surprise. Hey, Peggy. Where's Hank? Hank? He went someplace, I can't tell you. He went Christmas shopping, didn't he? So I moved all the combs to the lower drawer, which was practically empty, and now it's base-wide policy. Yeah, so all the barbers at Fort Blandon. Tell me the part about what Hank is getting me for Christmas. A computer? Anyway. So, remember I said I'd tell you about them brushes? Peggy? You had her with combs. Dang. Now we join Dale as he's about to go down and take inventory once again on his Y2K preps and he finds something rather disheartening. Shug, I'll be in my thank hole. My doom! How could you do this to me, Puff Puff? Next, we join Hank and Buck at Strickland Propane trying to figure out what to do with the hordes of people that all want propane. <sighs> Well, I hope you took your heart pills this morning, Miss Strickland, because it looks like it's going to be a rough one. No, not me, Hank. There's a lynch mob out there. They've gone wide too kooky. I'm out of here. Sir, have you forgotten the gasser's creed? I promise to dispense. I don't have time for that. Debbie and me are going to the desert to ride out the apocalypse. I'll be back in two weeks. Don't worry, we've got plenty of propane to go around. Hey, Joe Jack, what have you got left in the tanks? What? But well, we were supposed to get a shipment in this morning. Okay, it's officially an emergency. I'm going to put a call in to Texas Propane Commissioner Murray Hogarth. He'll have a bobtail here in no time. Murray Hogarth, please. Oh, hi, Murray. Hank Hill calling. My supplier left me holding the... What? But you promised me there were procedures in place. What does this have to do with Y2K? What does temporarily non-compliant mean? Murray, stop crying. Act like a commissioner, for God's sake. Nothing to panic about, okay? I got some extra tanks in the back. So you just form a line, single file, please. Now that's it. Okay, there are procedures in place. Procedures. Procedures. Oh, forgive me, Lord, for what I'm about to do. Next, Hank comes home all in a panic talking to Peggy. Did it make the news? Did what make the news? <sighs> Over at work, Murray Hogarth is crying. Yeah, let's get rid of that old computer. Uh, uh, Peggy, this computer thing could be big. You are right to be worried. I am more than worried, Hank. I am panicked. I am panicked that my old computer is going to drag this family down into the depths of chaos. Yeah, let's get rid of that old computer. Dale drops by unexpectedly, and Hank finally finds out the truth about what Dale's been up to. <sighs> Dale, thank goodness. Everyone else is losing their mind. You're the only... No, shut up. I don't have time for your little problem. My gerbil screwed me. What? I'm ruined! All the planning and the secret hoarding. You've been hoarding? Duh! I need food stuff. What do you got? I've got nothing for a liar like you. You've got three tanks of propane. 
How did you know that? Hank, I have dedicated my life to getting ahead of others in times of crisis. This is my time! Fine, it's your time. So what do we do? I have no idea. In desperation, Hank and Dale go to the only place they know to go, to their prepper friend, Chappie. All right, you're going to need your own wheat grinder. I'll teach you how to grow your own mung beans and old paper towels. I live in a shack, and I poop in an outhouse. That's it? This is your go-to guy? An outhouse and monkey beans? I couldn't take on the bicentennial with an outhouse and monkey beans, let alone in a millennium. Is that a dig? 1.2 trillion lines of lethal software code. Yeah, and 30 billion embedded microchips. All going down! Utilities will fall. Nuclear weapons will launch themselves. Wait, wait. Now don't cut me out. We can work as a team, right? We can work as a team, right? I'll take care of tools and supplies. You guys are in charge of food. Try to stay focused. Next, we cut to Hank talking to Bobby about what he's going to surprise Peggy with for Christmas. Now, I know your mom wants a computer for Christmas, but she'll thank me come January 1st. Well, this is the only gift on the block that'll work. And when that grid goes down, you know what's going to happen? I don't know what a grid is. Exactly. Nobody does. And they certainly won't know what time it is. And that's when they'll be knocking on our door asking to use our clock. What happened to your power drill? It's gone. Got rid of it. Trade it to a fool for a sack of corn. We've only got six days to stock up on aloe vera quilted toilet paper. I'll get the truck. Next, Dale, in search of a better protein source than gerbils, takes Chappie to the local dog pound. Shh, let me handle this. My friend Chappie and I both have wives for whom we are looking for presents. Christmas dogs to put under the tree. How about this lopsa-opsa? No, that one's too small. My wife would not enjoy it. Maybe you two should step away from the cages. Please, my wife is in a wheelchair. All she wants for Christmas is a big, fat dog with lots of meat on the haunches. I'll take all nine of those little dogs on top. Wrap them up. Next, we join the Hill family as they're around the Christmas tree Christmas morning opening their Christmas presents. We have Christmas! Peggy, your turn. Is it bigger than a mouse pad? Why don't you go find out it's in your office? <laughs> that is not a computer. No, it's a strong web from 1910. I do not want a grandfather clock. And I do not want toilet paper. I am taking Bobby and Luann to get real presents. And I'm going to be driving a car, if that's okay with you. While Peggy's gone with the kids to pick out Christmas presents, Hank starts stewing and muttering to himself. He goes out to the garage and decides he's going to put some paint stripper on a project he's working on. He ends up inhaling too many fumes and he has a regular old Christmas miracle as he hallucinates Coach Landry telling him it's going to be okay. Dad, are you okay? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. I'm okay. We're all going to be okay. Uh, what are you doing? Bobby, trust me. I want to apologize to everyone for almost ruining Christmas. There really is nothing to be afraid about in this millennium. Heck, 
A year 2000 only happens once in the history of man, and we're darn lucky to see it happen. Peg, do you remember how excited you were when you rolled over the odometer in your Buick? Imagine if the whole world had been in that car with you. Oh, Hank, honey, don't burn the clock. You know, the more I see it, the more I think it makes me look like an intellectual. Uh, actually, Peggy, I got you a real Christmas present. A system? Really? A blueberry one. It'll be here tomorrow. Oh, Hank. I hope all you fellow delinquents out there enjoyed this workshop Christmas special. I know it's crazy doing a King of the Hill episode for Christmas, but it just seems to fit so much between Y2K, the King of the Hill, and the whole redneck mindset around it. I just love doing this episode. And I want to say thank you very much to everyone who recorded lines this year. It was so much fun as I sit here editing all everything together. I'm just cracking up listening to everybody's voices, whether it's Brian, Jeremy, Amy, Rachel, Kyle, Byron, and Sean. I just want to say thanks to each and every one of you out there. And I want to dedicate this episode to the voice actor of Dale. God rest his soul. Johnny Hardwick passed away this year. So I hope you guys all have a merry, merry Christmas. And in the words of Dale Gribble, guns don't kill people, the government does.